Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're having a great week, doing lots of fun stuff. I hope you're creating. And I'm so glad that you decided to listen to this episode because we are going to have a fun conversation about relationships. Ooh, relationships. I could talk about relationships all day, especially with experts, because it's such a fascinating topic and all kinds of relationships, love relationships, work relationships, just everything, everything in between, because people are weird. We're weird, right? (laughs) Uh, And so I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest, Dimple Thakrar. She is the go-to elite alignment coach for global brands, executives, corporations, and CEOs. Her methodology is based on a straight talk, no nonsense approach that is focused on raising consciousness that creates win-win affiliations, which is amazing. We all want win-win, right? That's what it's all about. So she has 25 years of experience in helping people at the toughest times in their relationships and as a strategic advisor on policy and implementation to the European Federation Dimple is a world-renowned expert, author, and media contributor working with the top 1% of executives to increase their output in the most important area of their life. So cool. So obviously she has a lot of experience working with a lot of people all over the world. I'm excited to chat with her. She is a very uh, respected author, media commentator, and experienced spokesperson. And of course, she's been on a ton of different podcasts, including one of the biggest shows in the world, the Tony Robbins podcast. So I'm excited that she decided to come on this show so we can have great conversation, a great conversation with her that you can benefit from. All right, please enjoy my conversation with the wonderful Dimple Thakrar. Oh my gosh, Dimple. I'm so excited to have you on the show. So excited. Thank you, Kate. I am super, super excited as well. So I have to say, first off, you are our first um, international guest. I've never had anyone. You're over in the UK. I am. I am. I'm over the pond. Yeah. And it's, I'm so at home in uh, America, actually, because most of my podcast, my business is run over there. So my eldest daughter lives in New York. So I'm very comfortable there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to, to make my way over there at some point. It's on my dream list of places to go. Have you been? Have you been I've never been, no. Okay. So you must. You must. I must. I'm going to, I'm going to. Well, I was so excited to talk to you because, um, I was, I just shared with the listeners a little bit about you and I, love this topic of relationships. I think that I could talk about it all day long because without healthy relationships, we really can't do all the work that we want to do in life. And people are very interesting. We're weird. We're all so weird. And so to actually have really healthy relationships can be challenging. So before we dive into all that, how did you even get into this work to begin with? Oh, wow. What a fantastic question, Kate. And we were just discussing earlier, weren't we, just before we came on, how people can be all spectrums of life, right? From your top elite CEOs, 
right down to people who genuinely are happy in their day-to-day nine-to-five job, right? And yet we all have the same feelings, the same emotions, just to what extent we play that out in our lives is, is the only difference. And, and so the reason I got involved in this whole arena of relationship is because for a start off, the word relationship in my life has always been a thread throughout. So I started off, my first book was all about your relationship with food because I'm a trained clinical dietitian. I, I had a very poor relationship with food when I was a child. I had anorexia nervosa. I reached a point when I was 13, very young, it was a profound moment. And I was in front of the doctor and the doctor said, Dimple, you have a choice. We either take you into hospital and tube feed you because you've lost half your body weight to what I, what I am now, or you choose to eat. It was literally that, point and it was in that moment it was the first time I can fully recall an experience from the divine and that was do I press the self-destruct button or do I seek the truth it was literally those questions and and really that's how my whole obsession started with relationship with self relationship with body, relationship with food, relationship with others. And then it went on to intimate relationships because I'm married to a super successful entrepreneur. I'm married to my, if you like, typical client. And yeah, we've been married 26 years. We celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary and we've been together 31 years. Oh, and I have wow. I know, like, yay for us, <laughs> right? Because I don't want to bullshit anybody, but it's not easy. It, if any, you know, anybody that tells you that relationships are easy, I am sorry. They are just, relationships are meant to expand you. And you can only do that through discomfort and stepping into the unknown, right? And it doesn't have to be painful all the time. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that my relationship with my beautiful man was not easy. And we were planning our divorce. For our no 20th way. wedding anniversary, we were planning our divorce. And our 20th wedding anniversary, we were like, we're done. We're done. We didn't know the skills. I had been coaching at that point for 20 years. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't know. I thought hmm, he needed fixing because it was all his fault, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, I'm perfect. But of course you are. It couldn't be your problem. It couldn't be your issue. And that's the way that most people think, right? Like that's what I'm sure that's what most of your clients are like, how do I fix the other person? Because it's all their problem. Yeah, or they come to me on the brink of realizing self-actualization, radical self-responsibility. That's when I take them on, when they've reached a point where there's no, there's no more road left. Where do I go from here? 
I am so lost, you know? And I actually then work on my REAM model, which is relationship, energy, alignment, manifestation. Four pillars. How do we navigate this world so that we become the creators of our world? And we stop this whole victim blame. And, and so in answer to your question, the reason I do this, because everything I do, I've lived through. I become obsessive, you know, I like obsessive. And I had my hugest awakening. That pivotal point was a, a Tony Robbins event. Huge. So, you know, and I know that you work with super successful CEOs right through companies. And I'm sure you've experienced this, if not, you know, at work and personally as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I think relationships is one of those things where we're constantly, I mean, I find it so interesting that you started this journey with understanding your relationship with food. And then, because I think it's becomes this self-awareness challenge of what's my relationship with food? Why am I making these certain choices? It's the same thing with money. What's your relationship with money and the way that you see money and how you spend? And then, and then all of those, we all have different relationships with things and people in our life. And now in a romantic relationship, you're taking all of that stuff and now you're getting involved with someone who has a completely different relationship with food and money and exercise and all the different areas of life. And now you have to try to figure out how you're living together yeah. in a romantic way. That is a lot of moving parts. And usually, I mean, I work with um, straight couples. So you're gonna have not only all those moving parts, but the female brain and the way we operate is very different, completely different operating system to the male. It is? is that <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like it blew my mind when I realized that my husband really is not a hairy woman, you know? And <laughs> I'm like, what? And we navigate this world expecting them to behave in the way that we would expect our girlfriends to behave. They're just not going to. Like the number of people that come to me and say, why is she like, like why is she doing that? It makes no sense. Well, the, the women will say, what is his problem? Why does he have to keep winding me up this way? Like, what's wrong with, like, what's wrong with him? No? So we, I, I almost feel like, don't we know this by now? Like how many books have been, you know, how do we, there are so many books written about this that men are from Mars, women are from Venus, yes. you know, a very famous one. Like, haven't we heard it enough? Like, obviously we know that we are very different. Men and women are different there. I just feel like, when are we going to learn to not ask these questions? But you get your very high achieving individuals that are coming to you with these exact questions. So what is the deal? How can we learn this and really know it? So we, so we can go into a relationship with the tools that we need to actually make it be successful that, so that people can have these 31 year relationships that, that you have with your husband or my parents just celebrated 50 years together, 50. 
so good what incredible role models right and so the it's a great question and my answer to it is that we're constantly evolving even the purpose and the reason why we go into relationships is completely different to why your parents went into their relationship right at the beginning we're constantly evolving as women evolve in the workplace it's having an impact on intimate relationships so this evolution of the modern relationship is the reason why we're not getting it the re the the fact that we don't have great role models in modern day relationships the fact that we spend a lot of our time naming and blaming others instead of taking radical self-responsibility right the fact that we don't have 50 percent of marriages end in divorce what we don't realize is that 70 percent of those people that ended their marriage actually said that had they understood the tools and the strategies around relationships modern day relationships they could have saved their marriage Literally every client that talks to me said that if I'd have met you 10 years ago, I'd still be with the mother of my children. That's my only regret, right? The people in my group programs have mind-blowing experiences because I'm not just talking about men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I'm taking that book, which is phenomenal and others, and bringing it to date, mm -hmm. bringing it up to date because that information is very relevant as long as you understand where the, um, it not the financial, the emotional, the relationship landscape is right now. Does that make sense, Kate? Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I think about this sometimes when people leave relationships i'm so fascinated by why they why they leave and was there a way to quote unquote fix it was there a way to improve it and make it better and so to hear you say that you had so many clients that would say if i would have met you 10 years ago i would still be with this person that is kind of not surprising and also sad because i think about so many people and how do you think that people, I have like two questions, like my one question for you, which I think now I would know the answer based on what you just said was, do you think that we're meant to find someone and be with them forever? And then also this idea of, do you, well, let's start with that. Like, do you think that, that, that is, that that can be true? Because I think so many people today think in relationship oh, it's different. Society in the world is different. We're just meant to have seasons in relationship and you're supposed to be with someone for a certain amount of time and then kind of move on. Mm -hmm. And I'm so interested in that because, you know, to some people they may, it sounds very, oh yeah, that's just the way it is. And others, it sounds, it's, it's so, it's kind of sad, but what are your thoughts on just the way the world is today and the expectations that people have of relationships? It's a beautiful question. Thank you for asking it. And I want to start it with a with a little story of when I first announced to my friends at 22 I was getting married. I was the first one, right? 
I was so surprised. One of my friends turned around and said, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, you can always get divorced. So that's the first piece. What intention are you going in with? Right? Because whatever our intention is, that's what we manifest. So for me, when I was like, she said that, I was like, that isn't even an option. It's not even in my radar. Like, this is the man for life. Okay, that was very naive. But that's the first piece, the intention. The second piece is role models. Mm. You're more likely to get divorced if your parents are divorced. You're more likely to get divorced again if you've been divorced once. Oh, wow. Right? Role models. And then the third piece is, and this is something that I discovered from an incredible, incredible relationship expert, Esther Perel. And yeah, she states that actually you have three relationships in your life, three intimate ones. She said, and you would hope that most of them are with the same man or the same woman. Right? So you have seasons. I certainly believe I'm in my third season with my husband. This is our third decade. I am not the 17-year-old that he he dated. Right? He's not the, he was 23. He was not the 23-year-old that he is now, the, the man he is now. We've literally gone through seasons. And I, in my book, my latest book, I talk about three phases in a relationship. So the first phase is the honeymoon, where it's beautiful. And it's That's so the lovely. easy part. That's the fun part. We love that part. <laughs> and we want that back all the time, right? We want yeah. that, right? Then you have the um, depolarization. Depolarization is where you're fighting constantly. You're butting heads. And it's usually around about the same time you have children. Mm. And it's often blamed on the children. Not directly the child, but the impact of having children. Yeah. Right? And then you have the third phase, which is the most soul-destroying phase, which is the demasculation phase. Ooh. Yeah. And that's the phase where you just completely... And I'm going to say it as it is, rip his balls off. <laughs> you just take him and you take the family jewels and you wear them and it's bloody uncomfortable. And I've been through all three phases. Really? Yeah. And then to come out of it and cycle back into an evolved honeymoon stage is just, it's breathtaking. It's possible. But people don't want to put the work in. They want fast, 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 fast. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. business. Think about business. If you don't know something in business, the first thing you do is go read a book or you find somebody who knows. Or you get a coach or you get a mentor. You invest. And what are you investing in? Their expertise. Right? How often do we do it in, in relationships? 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's still, I know there are men that I'm friends with that are in not so great relationships right now. And they look at getting help in a relationship as like almost like a stigma about it. Like Like failed. Yes. Like, well, I shouldn't have to go to, go to therapy. I shouldn't have to get help in a relationship. I should just be able to figure it out. And which is so crazy because like you said, we get help for every area, the elite performers in every area of life have coaches. You have a coach. If you want to excel in every area of life yet relationships, we feel like, oh, we should know, or we think that it should be easy. I love these. I love these phases. Um, I really do because this is kind of my second, the second thought that I had when I asked this question was because I I've seen so many of my friends go through divorce mm-hmm. and they all kind of get to this place of there's nothing I can do. We've grown apart. Like that's the, one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest things that I hear when I ask someone, Oh, why did you get divorced? We grew apart. And I just feel like, did you like, was there a way back to each other? Like, is there a way to get back to each other? If you at some point were in love with them? 100%. I have to say in all the clients and all the couples I've worked with, there's only one that split. And that was because he was basically, he checked out before we even started working. He'd already started seeing somebody else. So we'd already picked up. But uh, I, and I'll tell you a story of um, a couple that I've been working with now for just over a year. Now, I'm now working with them for alignment, for manifesting, for business acceleration. But when they first came to see me, he didn't want to see me. She reached out. 25 years they've been married. He'd actually got an apartment to rent. He was moving out of the family home. There was nothing. Like, they were done, 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 like, done. Within three sessions, they were back to being teenage lovers again. No way. Three sessions. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. What did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I took them on my soul alignment method. And it's a completely different method that I use that is a, it's a no bullshit approach, right? As you probably realize, I don't, I, I like, if you want to talk about your problems, I've been through therapy, talk therapy. <laughs> if you want to talk about your problems, that's fine for some people. But for me, and certainly my clients, I believe that it embeds the stories, the bullshit, even more in your body. It makes you even more right, Mm. right? And actually, I don't do talk therapy. I will listen, but if you're going down that rabbit hole, I will cut you and I will give you a strategy and I will give you, um, so I blend strategy and spirit. So what does that mean? You get the tools to understand how to in this 3D world, but I also use my own technique of energy healing where a lot of our beliefs, our values uh, are imprinted. We're coded with it from our DNA, from past life, from 
ancestral, um, from our childhood. And so I'm able to lift it very quickly in like minutes. What you would do in years can be lifted in minutes. And that's why I have a 12 week intensive where people just come and they just get their shit cleared. Right, so you can you can do the healing work separately as an individual, and we can do healing on anything that's in your life, or you can come as a couple, and we can just let's get clear. I reverse engineer. What do you want? What do you want? That's the first question. Let's not bullshit each other. Do you want in? Are you in this? If you had no problems, would you be with this person? That's a great question. Ooh, that is a great question to ask. Can we talk about this demasculinization? Because I, that is an interesting phase. That's phase three. And I think a lot of women listen to this show and I could feel there's like, would I could feel that, wait a second. Is she telling me I'm not supposed to, you know, I think women, so many women, high achieving women, especially type A driven. Let's talk about this because I, it's, it can be challenging for, because women, as someone who's very type A, it's like, we, like, I want, I, I want a confident man a confident man that, you know, has his act together. And so, and I see a lot of women where it, it, they, like you were saying, I, how did you put it? You ripped their balls off. <laughs> so tell me about what that looks like and how can, what, what, what do women need to know in order to go into and, you know, have a healthier relationship with their, with their man? Oh, I love that. Yeah. And know that this is coming ladies from a place of absolute love and devotion because I was that woman that ripped his balls off for 10 years and I wore his effing balls for 10 years and it's the most uncomfortable. So let me tell you the first thing, ladies, you know if you've demasculated your man, if you're miserable. If you are unhappy in your relationship and it's uncomfortable and you're asking the question that you want a man who will make the decisions and be a man, it's likely that you're wearing his balls. <laughs> and he has handed them to you it's a two-way stream he has handed them but he has done that because he's exhausted with fighting you he's so sick of the depolarization stage that he's just surrendered to you and actually it's the most off-putting thing and the least sexy thing for a woman to have a castrated man <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable for both parties both parties. So, I do talk very deeply about this in my uh, my latest book, The uh, Roadmap to Purpose, a guide for men who have it all. But what's so interesting is that I have been inundated with women who have read this book and gone, holy shit. I did not realize that this is what I was doing. Like, wait. Because what we do as women, we treat men how we want to be treated by them. Mm -hmm. So we become the man. 
right? And if we want the opposite, we then we have to be the opposite. So we actually have to surrender into our feminine. Our feminine is where our divine power is. And that sounds very woo-woo and, oh, so we just got to lay back and let him tell us what to... No, no. There is an art to standing in your divine feminine power. And this is something that I talk about in my Ladies Girl First program that's running right now. I go deep into the how and why. Why do we keep repeatingly getting ourselves in these situations? You know, so that information takes some time, takes some time to sink in because what we are doing is we're expecting our men to behave like men while behaving like a man. So we take charge. When they make a decision, we overrule them. When they do something um, that isn't quite what we wanted, it's not perfect, we'll shut them down. Or if we don't get our own way or they do stand up to us and we don't like it, we'll be the ice queen. <laughs> yeah. Right? This is so damaging for the relationship and it makes the man that you act, there is actually that man in there, by the way. You don't have to find somebody else. There is that man in there, but all you are doing is pushing him further and further and further away because ladies go first. We have to change in order for them to respond. Because we hold the power. It's not saying that men are powerless. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when we truly understand our power, we can turn it around like that. I had one guy I spoke to and I gifted him some little gems and I gifted his wife some little gems in just a couple of sessions. And he said to me, that investment that I made in those 12 sessions, I would have paid for that one session. Wow. Because his wife felt safe. She knew how to respond to that. He got the um, evidence that this works. So in answer to your question, it's not a simple one because there are key strategies that you have to learn, but the first piece is be aware. Would you want to spend time with you, the way you behave? If you were spoken to the way you speak to him, would you want to spend time with, it, with yourself? you're asking such great questions I could just like hear people with like thinking about that question for themselves because it it comes back to self-awareness and we can't be self-aware unless we have conversations like this with people like you that are showing us what we might be doing and when I say us I mean everyone not just women women yeah, men, yeah. every every everyone. every person and I just think it, I, as you're talking, I'm just thinking of so many conversations that I've had with 
my friends, my, my guy friends, my girlfriends. And, and I think it's so interesting, especially, especially my girlfriends. I happen to be friends with a lot of your kind of client, right? Like very high, high achievers. And I think it's this, it's, it's an interesting, it's interesting to be able to recognize that in yourself. And really, I was thinking about this the other day uh, about relationship is just more love. Just give more love, just show more love and support to the people. Like we can be so mean to those closest to us when we never would say those things or do those things to other people in our lives. And we forget that. And we're mean to ourselves. Mm. We we criticize ourselves, we criticize others, we judge others because we judge ourselves. You're right, I have this um, quote that I say all the time and that is, what are you choosing to do, to be right or to be in wrong? Oh, I love that. What are you choosing, to be right or to be in wrong? I spent 15, 20 years trying to prove myself right. And the problem with proving yourself right in a relationship is that means somebody has to be wrong for you to be right. Yeah. Right? So what if we could just have a win-win where we showed more love and compassion and appreciation? That in itself, if you just did that today for yourself and for them, it's not about you getting your point of view across. It's about... How can I understand and appreciate this beautiful man who has chosen to walk this path of life with me? How can I appreciate this beautiful woman who has chosen every day he or she wakes up to walk this path with me? We could see it from that frame, right? The privilege. Every day I wake up and I say to my man, thank you. Today you chose, today you didn't have to. Today you chose to look after me, to take care of me, to be with me. Not that you need to, not that I need you to. We both chose it. From that place, right? A lot of times couples come to me and say, what do I need to do? It's not what you need to do, it's who you need to be. And this is where the the strategy, you could, you know, I could give you a full strategy. Don't criticize, stop coaching him. But it's the energy behind that. Who are you choosing to be in that vibration, right? Because if you're coming from a place of love, compassion, empathy, absolute gratitude, guess what will mirror back? Yeah. Hey. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's so beautiful, simple. I feel like I could talk to you all day before we end. I do have to, t- I do have to ask you about your thoughts on the changes that you've seen over rela- in relationships over the years, especially today with dating, yes. online dating, dating. What is your take on all this stuff? Because it is a crazy dating world out there. It certainly is. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay. Thank you for the question. Yeah. So with regards to dating, I wish somebody had told me this before I got married, before I started dating. And that is get clear on who you are first. 
get clear and no don't make it perfect it's going to change it's going to evolve if you can enter a relationship whole complete as complete as you're going to be in that moment if you know what makes you happy you know the sort of things you love and a lot of people say make a list of everything you want from a man who you want how, like a checklist i say make a list from who you are who do you want to be first make a checklist of who you want to be and then invest in somebody helping you be that person and holding you accountable right invest in you first because literally the clients that i have that are divorced they do this work with me and out of nowhere they magnetize their exact client their exact partner should i say the exact perfect partner that they couldn't have even out of nowhere why wow. because they are sending an electromagnetic vibration of love compassion of who they actually are their true soul and their divine soul in that moment one of the three will be magnetized to them it's just a freaking law it, it it's magic don't ask me how it works it just does and and if you're in a relationship now and you're going yeah well i'm with somebody and they're not the perfect match who are you showing up as i had to change and the impact on me changing saved our marriage it didn't have to but that's how you know whether they're the one when you show up in your authentic self, they show up in their authentic self. And if it's a match, you'll magnetize. Doesn't mean it's perfect all the time. It doesn't. We still fight. We will still have disagreements. But actually, to me, if you don't like something, that's where you grow. What is it about me that I don't like? What is it about that that I don't like? What is it about me that's triggering in that? Ask yourself better questions. Don't point the finger. No? Yeah. Point it this way. How can I love me more? How can I forgive me more? This is another big piece. So many couples and individuals don't take the time to heal themselves, to forgive themselves. It took me a year to forgive myself for the demasculation of my man. A year. Right? I stood up in front of Tony Robbins and 500 people. I got down on my hands and knees and I begged for forgiveness in front of 500 people. Oh my gosh. Right? Because I realized I woke up. Doesn't make him wrong or right. Doesn't make me wrong or right. It meant in that moment I was choosing love of being wrong or right. I love that. Oh my gosh, what a crazy experience that must have been, gee. Two hours, two hour intervention, Tony Robbins screaming at my face, um, my man rescuing me. I didn't even realize how much he cared about me and it was in that moment I realized. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I do I talk about the full story in my book, so have a look, check it out. I'm also on his podcast. 
Tony's podcast. So check it out. Okay. I'm definitely going to listen to that episode <laughs> and that's amazing. You're amazing, Dimple. I am so grateful for you and the work that you do because love, we all need love. And it's, I, I just think that there's so many things that, that what you do is you save relationships. You help people recognize that the relationship that they're in, maybe it is the right one. And I, I think that's really special because we just need more love in the world. And it's so, I think it's just this culture of perfectionism and feeling like, you know, I've had friends of mine that have ended up getting divorced and then dating uh, other people and, and then gone back to their ex-husbands or, and said, let's get back together. They've gotten remarried. I made a mistake. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, wait a second. Relationships, like you talked about in the beginning, they are hard and we have to work at them and we have to grow together. And I really love that whole, you should have three relationships and hopefully it's with the one person. That's beautiful. Right. Oh my gosh. Again, I could talk to you all day. This is, you're so great. You're so awesome. Please, um, you know, I, we, I always ask people before our guests, uh, I ask our guests to share, and you've actually shared quite a few already, but I'm curious. I like, we like to end with, what is one simple exercise that the listeners can do that would really just make an impact in their life? Something real simple and easy, five minutes or less. Like I said, you've, you've shared some really incredible ones now, but what, what would be the one that you would really want to uh, leave the audience with? I, and I always say, and it's such a simple one, and it was gifted by um, Tony Robbins. It's one of his favorite expressions that I use a lot, and that is, and I've, ex I've extended it a little bit, interpreted it to my, to my way of thinking. And that is, you know, before you open your mouth and say anything to yourself or to somebody else, think, is this an expectation? And if it is, how can I make this into an appreciation? If you just practice that, to yourself, your inner voice to you, when you criticize yourself, how can I appreciate something? How can I appreciate something about this beautiful person? What good can I see? Because our brains automatically go to the shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this. I'm writing that down. And I also, in addition to that, I think a great exercise people should do is to really create that list of who you want to be, yeah. who you want to become. I think that's just, that's just good in, in, in life, just for life in general. Yeah. And yeah. what happens, I just, just want to give a little bit of context to what happens when you create that list. There's a few things that happen. Number one, you get clear on who you want to be. And if you're not being that, you have set the satellite navigation you set the, the path and number two in writing it down it gets out of you gives you clarity and number three it's a great way to manifest it like you're setting intention and putting it out to the universe you're on the highway to success <laughs> <laughs> i love it love it Simple. You have many programs. You've got some books. I'll put those in the notes for people yes. to take advantage of, to read. 
And, uh, but you have a program that's coming up that you think might be really, really amazing for this, this audience. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. In January, I will be launching again my eight weeks from pain to passion. And this program is available for anybody who's been in a relationship, who is in a relationship and really wants to up level. Like they don't, they, they want more. Right? They don't, and uh, so like I said, it's literally for men, women, and anybody. Um, it's a lot of the strategies I use, uh, my soul alignment method I use with my one-to-one -one clients that pay me five figures. And it's not going to be that that cost. It's the most cost-effective way to work with me. It's a group. And I love it, the transformation. I had a message from somebody who's gone through it. And... Um, just yes, yesterday, and she said to me, Dimple, I had the most healing conversation with two people as a result of the eight weeks from pain depression. And she's only, you know, she'd only got to week two. And she said, one was with my mother, who had been estranged for like over a year. And two was with my ex-boyfriend, who I don't want to be back with. She just literally, they split up. But she said, we're in the same friend circle. And because of that conversation, we will be the best of friends forever. That's amazing. Right? That's amazing. So, oh, good. And where can people go to find that? So the best place to get all of that information at the moment is on my Instagram. So Dimple Thakra is my Instagram. I also have a web page, which is just dimpleglobal.com. So everything is on there. Instagram is the most up to date, if you like. So but at the moment, I'm running a, um, a group just for ladies. So if anybody's interested in that, that's going to be available till the end of December. So reach out. Awesome. Well, Dimple, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me. It was such a pleasure and I so appreciate everything that you shared. I'm feeling very, I'm feeling very love, lovey. Yay. All the love. <laughs> love vibes, love vibes all around. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, Kate. Oh my gosh. How good was that? I just like I kept saying, I could talk to Dimple all day. So fascinating. And I feel, I feel the love. I feel all the, all the feels, all the feels. And just this idea that we can choose to be with someone and then choose love every day, choose compassion, choose to recognize people for who they are. And I just think, and, and I love that exercise of before you speak, is this an expectation? And if it is, how can I make it an appreciation? I just love that. I hope that you took some notes. I hope that you got something out of this episode. I know I did. And relationships are, are everything, right? We want to have healthy relationships. We want to be help. We want to be happy. We want to love. We want to be loved. All the things. And Dimple has really, obviously this is what she does for so many people. And I think even in just this episode, we learned a lot about love and relationships. And so I hope it helps you. And if it did, if there was something that really resonated with you, please, 
I would love to hear it. I would love for you to message me over on Instagram and share. Maybe you did one of these exercises and it really helped you in your mind, in your mind space or with your relationship with your partner. I would love to hear. So please let myself know, let Dimple know, reach out to her. She's so sweet. And I'm so glad that we had an opportunity to chat today. And I'm glad that I was able to introduce her to you. So hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, as always, for being here, for listening to the show. I appreciate you and what you do and what you contribute and put out into the world. And as always, hey, until next time, go create something.